Halacha Aleph, first Olein. Ketzak Donin Dinene Foschas. How are capital cases tried? Kashiyavoyu Eidim Lebeisdin. When witnesses come to court, Veoimrim and they say, Roinu Ploini Zei, we have seen this man so and so. That he has committed such and such a transgression. Then Oimrin Lohem, then these witnesses are asked, Makirin Hatem Oisoi, do you know him or recognize him? The accused. His racing boy, did you warn him? Im Omru, if the witnesses said, Ein Onu Makirin Oisoi, we do not recognize him. Or in this topic, Lonu, or we are in doubt, we are not sure whether it is really him. Oishlo Hisu boy, or they admit that they did not forewarn him. Hareze Potter, then the accused is exonerated. Aloha base. Echos Talmit Chochom, it matters not whether the accused is a Torah scholar, Bechotam Hoorz, or whether he is an ignoramus. Sorich Hasro, it is necessary that he must have been forewarned. Shlanitno hasro, for the whole purpose of forewarning, is Elul Hafrin ben Shoigek Lemesit, was in order to make a distinction, to be able to distinguish whether the act committed was done so unintentionally or intentionally. Because Shemo Shoigekoyo, maybe he did so, the accused did so unwittingly. And then, of course, he is not guilty of a capital offense. The case of Massimboy. How is he forewarned? How should they warn him? Oimri Loi, they say to him, Push, abstain. Oi, or they say to him, Altase, don't do it. Shazuaveirohi, for this is a sin, a transgression. And if you commit it, you will be guilty of capital punishment through the court or Malchus or you will be guilty of flag- or you will be incurred flagellation then in Perish if he abstained Potter he is exonerated likewise in Shosak if he heard this warning and he remained silent or he nodded his head as a sign of consent as if saying yes I hear you and you just made me realize this, then Potter is exonerated. Vafiloma, even if he said, Yodeani, yes indeed, I know, this is the case, Potter is exonerated. unless he persists and abandoned himself to death, the Yoma, and he said explicitly, Amnos Kainani Oise. It is for this very purpose, in other words, with full awareness of what you are telling me, that I am committing the act which I am doing now. If that is the case, then he will be executed for it. But so it is incumbent, it is necessary, that he must commit his act immediately after the warning within the very short amount of time that it would take to make a very short utterance. 
aber acher gedei dibor, but if the interval is longer than it would take to make an utterance, soi chasroacheras, then we say that an other warning would be required. Why? Because maybe in between he already forgot, he was already so taken up by his anger or his frustration or whatever and has forgotten about the warning and the consequences of his action and pursued it. So therefore, if a longer interval has passed, he must be warned again. It matters not whether he was warned by one of the witnesses, or he was warned by another person altogether, but in front of the witnesses. Even if he had been warned by a woman, or by a slave, or even if he merely heard the voice of the one who warned him. In other words, he only heard the warning, but he did not see him, he did not see the person that warns him. Even if he warned himself, in other words, just immediately before the act, he spoke out that this act which I am about to commit is a capital offense with such and such consequences in the law. Then he is guilty and convicted and will be executed. If the witnesses said, he was given a warning, and we recognize him, then I mean based in Alayim, then the judges on the court make the witnesses afraid of the consequences of their testimony in order to preclude false testimony. How are the witnesses made fearful of the testimony in capital cases? They say to them, the judges address them the following way. Maybe what you are about to say is mere conjecture. Or mishmur, or hearsay, aid me p8, either that you heard it witness from witness, in other words, you heard it from the testimony of witnesses in a different case, or or you heard it from a trustworthy person. Or maybe, maybe you do not know, you do not realize, that we are about to check you out with inquiries and cross-examinations. You should know that capital cases are not the same as monetary cases. In civil cases of monetary litigation, if you gave false testimony and then you want to repent of your sin, a person gives of his money and he to make restitution for the losses caused and he has atonement. But din in in capital cases, domoi the damzaroi tluimboi atsoif kolo elam. They are account- he's at the witness is accountable for the blood of the man falsely accused and for the blood of the, his potential offspring to the very end of time. In other words, because he has been executed, there are so many children he would no longer give birth to, and thus, in effect, they have not only killed him, but also all that potential offspring. 
Thus it is said with regards to Cain, when after he had killed Hevel, his brother, called the voice of your brother's bloods cry out. And it says here, May Loshenrabim a plural form, which implies Domoi, his blood, the Dam Zaroi, and the blood of his potential descendants. The Fichoch, the judges continue saying, Therefore, Nivro Odom Yechidi Ba'olam, man was created, just one single individual in the world, Lelame to teach, Shekola Ma'abed Nefesh Ahas Minoilam, that whoever will destroy a single life in the world, Malinolov, it is accounted to him, Kilo Ibed Oilamole, as if he had destroyed the whole world. Because each human being, each individual, is like the totality of mankind. Just as Adam, the first man, was a singular entity, and anybody who would have killed Adam would in effect have killed all of humanity. The alternatively, whoever will preserve and save the life of a single individual life in this world, it is accounted to him as if he had saved and preserved a whole world. Moreover, the judges continue. All creatures, all human beings, are fashioned in the shape or form of the first man of Adam. Still, nonetheless, no two faces are exactly alike. Lafichoch, this implies that kolechot vechot, that each and every one, Yocholoima, can say, Bishvili nivo oilam, the world was created for my sake. In other words, each one is a unique individual. Alternatively, if now, Shemotemu, maybe you will say, if that is the case, that this is so serious a matter, why should we become involved with this trouble, with this problem? Perhaps we should withdraw. Perhaps we should no longer act as witnesses here, even if they do so in all honesty. So the judges implore them and say, Neymar, it is already said that who ate, but he is a witness, or Yodo, either because he has seen or known. And then scripture continues, and if he will not tell it, his testimony, then he shall bear his sin. Which means that there is a mitzvah, there is an obligation, that if somebody does no testimony, he can act as a witness, he has an obligation to do so. Or perhaps the judges say to them, you will say, why should we be guilty for the blood of this man if he will be convicted because of our testimony and then executed? So the judges tell the witnesses, it has already been said, and when the wicked perish, there is joy. Now, if after these warnings and after these words of caution and encouragement the witnesses still stand by their evidence they say yes we are still prepared to bear witness the elder of the witnesses is brought in 
Ubeitkin Maisoi, and he is checked out with Risha, with Hakiro, with inquiry and cross examinations. As shall be explained in the laws relating to evidence. If his testimony is found to be likely and substantive, then then they bring in the second witness, and he is examined the same as the first one. Even if there were a hundred witnesses, then each and every single one of them is checked out with inquiry and cross-examination. And thereafter, if, all the, if the words of all these witnesses are found to tally, they all say the same thing, then there's an opening statement made in the court in favor of the accused, as we already explained. And they say, the judge has addressed the accused, saying to him, if you have not sinned, in, and in other words, you are innocent of this accusation, do not be afraid of their words. And they start judging him. The trial now begins. In Motsuloischus, if they found reasons to acquit him, Ptoru is set free. Vimloi Motsuloischus, but if they do not find anything in his favor, then Oisinoisoi, he is imprisoned, at Lamocho, until the next day. Uboibayoim, and that very same day, Misdafgin Hasanhedrin, Zugois, Zugois, the judges of the Sanhedrin divide up, up into pairs, la'ayin bedinoi, to study his case. Umematin b'machol, they eat little, ben shoisin yain koloisa yoim, and they do not drink any wine at all, all that day. Benoisin badovo kolalailo, and they deliberate on the case all that night. Kolechot ve'echot in zuk sheloi, each and every one either with his colleague, with, with whom he had paired off, or him asmoi, or by himself away, so in his house. Ulamochos, the next day, Mashkimin Lebeistin, they come early to the court, to the courthouse, and Hamazake, a judge who the day before had uttered an opinion in favor of the accused, Oimer, he says, Anihu Amezake, I am the one who was for acquittal, Umezake Anibim Koimi, and I still hold to my opinion that I'm still for acquittal. For Mechaev Oimer, and those who had expressed opinions for conviction the previous day, will say, Anihu Amechaev, I am the one who was for conviction, Umechaev Anibim Koimi, and I still stand by my opinion I'm still for conviction. Oi, or, if he had spoken out yesterday for conviction, he could also say now that Chosarti B, I've changed my mind, Vani Mezake, and I'm now in favor of acquittal. Vim Torbedova, if they erred in this matter, Velayodu, in other words, they no longer remember me, Haim, who are the ones that yesterday Shechivoy Aiziku Mitam Echot 
uh, who yesterday spoke out in favor of conviction or in, in favor of acquittal for one and the same reason. In other words, there may have been two judges who offered the same reason for their opinion, in which case, they are both counted as just one. As we already explained, we are talking here about the deliberations, not about the issuance of the verdict. Uh, so if they no longer remember the exact reasons which that offered and whether their reasons coincided with those of somebody else, then the clerks of the judges will remind them. Because they record the reasons for the arguments of each and every one. So after these opening introductions, then they start again the trial. If now, after the deliberations have been completed, and they take a vote for the verdict, and they have found to vote for acquittal, he is set free. If they find it necessary to add judges, then they add. If those judges who are for conviction have the majority, then Ischayev, and he was found guilty, then the, the culprit is taken out to be executed. The place where the court will have the culprit executed, was outside the courthouse, and far from the courthouse. Shneemar, as it is said, take out the one who has cursed, to outside, to beyond the camp. Now says the Rambam, it seems to me, that the place of execution is approximately six million, which is approximately four miles in our present calculations of distances, uh, that the place of execution was then this six million distance from the courthouse. As was the distance between the courthouse of Moses, our teacher, because it was located at the entrance of the oil moed, the tent of meeting, the sanctuary, soil and the camp of Israel, meaning here the outer limits of the camp. So since from the entrance of the sanctuary to the outer limits of the camp of Israel was a distance of approximately six mil, so therefore says Rambam, uh, the place of execution was also the same distance from the courthouse wherever the culprit was convicted. Once the case has been completed and the verdict has been issued, the culprit is not held back, but is to be executed the same day. Even if the culprit happens to be a pregnant woman, we do not hold back to wait with execution until she will give birth. But but she struck against the womb, so that the embryo is killed first. 
but if she sat on the birth stool, in other words, she was already in labor, then we wait with her execution until she has given birth. And since we are speaking about the execution of a woman, Rambam learns now another law which seems is incidental to our current discussion, namely any woman that is put to death, uh, it is permitted to make use of her hair. Because normally we are not allowed to derive any benefit of a corpse of a dead person, but the hair of a person is not regarded as part of the person himself. And therefore, one is permitted to make use of the hair of this woman that has been executed. If someone is let forth to be executed, and at about the same time a sacrifice of his was being offered in the base of Mikdosh in the temple, they do not execute him until after they will have sprinkled for him from the blood of his sin offering or guilt offering. In other words, the, this is talking about that the sacrifice has already been slaughtered, but all that is lacking is the sprinkling of the blood. So then we wait those few more minutes until the blood will have been sprinkled as well, so that the sacrifice will have been brought in a proper way. But this applies specifically if his sacrifice was a chatos or an osham, a sin offering or a guilt offering. The nigma dinoi, if his trial has been completed and the verdict has been issued, but dain zevach, but his sacrifice has not yet been slaughtered, ein mam sinin loi, then we do not wait until they will actually offer his sacrifice because one does not delay his sentence, his judgment but it must be carried out immediately just uh, one point with regards to the distance of the place of execution from the courthouse there are two basic reasons given for it why there should be such a far distance of, of six mil. For one thing, to allow for the possibility that in case someone will come up with an argument in favor of the accused, then as we have learned earlier, the verdict is set aside and the case is resumed. So this allows for that opportunity. And secondly, the Gomorrah gives Another reason as well, namely that it should not be that immediately once the verdict has been issued, he is immediately executed right there and then, uh, which might give the appearance as, as if this is a ruthless, barbarous, murderous uh, court. So therefore, there's a certain interval of time, interval uh, which is imposed through the distance of the place of execution from the court. So much for Perry Vice.